Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block. East Strick here and Austin Orman. We are On the Block. Block heads out there. We thank you. Sauter Heyman text line is always open to you. Mary Ellen's is the one that supplies all of the food and all of the lovely, lovely, lovely oh, meals that you can find up there on 27 The Pine Lake. You can always go up there. It is not time, but Wednesday is the time to find your way out to Mary Ellen's to have a wonderful meal. Ask our boy, Rico. Who happened to go out there? He's actually nice our boy, too. He's our boy. Uh, joining us on the block right now is uh, a longtime member of the block, two time national champion, friend of the show, and friend of mine and yours, Cluster Johnson. How are you today? I'm doing quite well. Um, it's starting to feel a little bit more like summer. Mm. Like I say, I need that vitamin D to hit this skin to turn on my happy juices. So I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. A um, couple of topics out there. One that we want to really kind of get into because uh, we've got about a good 10 minutes here before we have to get out to state baseball uh, on the show. But um, I wanted to throw this one out at you. The uh, draft lottery is coming up. And there's a young man, a potential unicorn. We've seen one that we haven't been able to see now for a minute. That's Chet Holmgren. Uh, yeah. We don't know what's going on in that situation and how that's going to pan out. But ultimately, there's one that they saying is on the way, and he's built different, and we're going to see soon. Somebody's going to win this sweepstakes. Um, if you are a betting man or if you were a man who had a vision for this type of unicorn, his style of play, uh, where do you think would be the best fit for him for the ones that have the best opportunity to win him in this lottery victor women well first of all um congratulations to the young man i i don't know how to pronounce his name it's such a crazy long name uh i mean do you know how to pronounce it victor Wimbenyamba. Wimbenyamba. okay that's what i thought that's what i thought um now i would you, you know when you look at the new NBA, when I say the new NBA, traditionally how we grew up, you would see a guy of his stature sort of like a Ralph Sampson. Like he, he reminds me of like Ralph Sampson, but with handles and can shoot. Um, where I see him is obviously more like a Jokic type of player, someone who can pass and shoot if he needs to, uh, he seems to be able to have those type of skills. Now, where he's going to land, that is that that is the question. Who and what market, because that's really what it comes down to. I feel like for, for, for people who really want to elevate their brand, I feel like sometimes it becomes about brand, over basketball. Mm. Now, if, if it's a basketball, you know, I don't think he cares where he wants to play, you know, but obviously when it comes to branding, you got three or four markets where he's probably going to try to fight to get to, and then it just comes down to, you know, dollars and cents. 
Um, you know, obviously you got New York, you got L.A., you got Houston, who needs a lot of help. Houston needs a lot of help. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got, um, you know, obviously, you know, some of these teams with the with the great weather, you know, L.A., Miami, New York, uh, the one that probably that would probably need them the most at this point would be a Houston. Uh, but it sounds like James Harden is trying. He wants to get back to Houston. Um, other than that, you know, Minnesota, they got a nice young nucleus. Uh, Milwaukee, obviously they got Giannis. Um, I don't see him going to a place like San Antonio. So, I mean, it really what it comes down to, I mean, the place that looks – the, the place that, that looks like where he would go is probably Houston. And Houston's probably going to be the first pick this year, possibly, right? Yeah, they got, they've got, I think, the best chance to win the lottery. But we've seen some crazier things that have happened where <laughs> people with 4% chances and stuff like that have actually won the lottery. So it's yeah. not a guarantee, but it's, they've, got, they've got the most balls and the opportunity, let's just say that, to, to land it. Uh, yes. So it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I would just like to see – I want to see these young players come in and really focus on becoming a great player um, versus, you know, all the endorsements and stuff. I mean, I, listen, I, I know it's a big deal in the, law, in the grand scheme of life, but my belief is if you come in and put in the work and ball, a lot of that stuff will just come naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you look at some of those old school players, and to me that doesn't change. Like, 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 I, I got to bring up Jordan. Obviously, my all-time favorite athlete. Uh, I feel Jordan. It was winning and playing ball and working on his skills over everything else. Yeah. And when he got to that level where all these endorsers wanted him, um, he had already kind of had um, a habit of what. Like, like I heard for him, like there were certain times of the year where he just wasn't doing anything, like, but except focus on basketball. So hopefully this guy, when he comes over, he has good people around him mm-hmm. and that, uh, you know, he'll be able to focus on just getting better. Cluster, you mentioned, you know, having good people around you, just focusing on basketball. One guy that's in the news for essentially the opposite reasons, not focusing on basketball <laughs> and having a bad circle <laughs> John Morant, what do you make of everything going on with that situation? Oh man, that's interesting. And and the here's the crazy thing. I'm a lot of people don't realize I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. You know, I grew up in Memphis and I moved to Nebraska when I got to high school, my freshman year is when I got to Nebraska. Um so I understand the elements of what he's going through. Memphis is one of those places where, um, and unfortunately, you have elements that are glorified. And if you don't have, again, if you don't have a good stable of people who can talk to you, and when I say talk to you, say, tell you, no, we're not doing this. No, we can't do this. Uh, Or somebody that you trust and that you're going to listen to and say, man, listen, we got an opportunity here to go to a whole nother level of life for generations to come. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's do this, you know, let's, let's do this. And when you don't got people around you that can do that, 
because they're afraid that you're going to say, hey, listen, I don't want you around me. Now, I understand the guy's young, 23, he wants to have a good time, but there are plenty of examples of people who have been in the NBA that are that age and have never gotten caught up in that, that situation. So, to me, it's people around him that need to put their foot down and, and just say, hey, man, listen, we're going to do this different. Yeah, quick quick, quick on this one because we've got to get over to state ba- uh, basketball, but I wanted to throw this. Doc River was all uh, obviously just released from the Sixers as their head coach. This is just an interesting number. 2003, he blew a 3-1 lead. 2009, Claytonia John, thank you on the Sardar Hammond text line for this. 2009, he blew a 3-2 lead. 2010, one year later, he blew another 3-2 lead. 2012, blew a 3-2 lead. 2015, blew a 3-1 lead. 2016, one year later, a 2-0 lead. 2017, a 2-1. 2020, a 3-1. 21-3-2 and a 23-3-2. It, it, it's just like my boy. My, you, you ever played that game where you drop, you 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 got the claw, and you you got the big bag and the money down below, and you you push the thing. It's like you got the grip on that thing. It's about to drop, and before <laughs> it gets to the spot where you win the money, it falls. That seems like what's going on with Doc Rivers. Talk just just brief talk about that. I mean, I heard that statistic that he's blown blown this deal like 10 times is what I heard the number is 10 times where he's blown a a, a close out deal uh, I'm, I could be wrong on that but I thought I heard seven close or uh, well, eight closeouts and then uh two oh and a two one yes yes um you know it, it kind of reminds me unfortunately of what ha- what happened to Nebraska under Scott Frost you know how do you go through a whole year? where every single game except one, you lose by one score, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like it's like he's snake-bitten, you know? It's like a curse right now. And what Doc needs, man, is I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe he needs to take a step away for a year or two, get into the uh, analyst booth. And it just observed the game. You know, I, I've seen uh, I've seen coaches do that, step away. Uh, maybe even you know, I know he's revered as a as a as a mind of the game, but sometimes even a even a person in that uh, position could take a step back and maybe just go observe somebody who is doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing should be off the table for him. You know, nothing should be just a whole total different mindset. Something, you know, he needs to switch something up. He needs to switch something up. There's something that he's doing, in-game decisions, uh, a mindset. Um, I I have heard about in-game decisions that were very poor, poorly Mm -hmm. managed, was part of the problem. But also part of the problem to me, man, is just really – Part of it is complacency, you know, thinking you got it. There's something going on with Doc where I feel like he needs to take a step back, man, maybe just get in the booth like Mark Jackson's done for a year or two, and then maybe come back and try it again. Well said. Well said. Thank you once again, Cluster Johnson, for joining us. Great takes as always. We appreciate you, and hopefully I'll uh, catch you again sometime down the road uh, after we finish state baseball.
Yes, sir. All right, there he goes, Cluster Johnson. We're going to have to get out of here real quick. we got state baseball to get over to. Uh, we'll be right back right after these messages, and we'll turn it over to our guy, Nick Sainert. 